Hello, hello. I am so thrilled that you're joining me today for another episode. I'm your host, Dr. Natanya, life coach and endodontist. And <clears throat> if this is your first episode here with me, I am so thrilled that you're here. If it's not, then welcome back. All right. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about basically how to do hard things, how to have a goal that feels challenging for you and yet still making progress towards it. Now, I'm going to be talking about a lot of a lot of examples I'm going to be using in this episode are going to be centered around weight loss because I know so many of you have a new year resolution to lose weight. You know what? You might hear that and say, all right, I'm going to skip to some other episode if that's not your, you know, your goal. But truly, I will say that this episode can still apply to you for any goal that you may have in your life, specifically something that you want to change about your life that you just think is going to be really hard. So stick with me because I think that could apply to basically all of us. Um, and if, again, if your uh, goal or thing that you want to change in your life isn't pertaining to fitness or weight loss, uh, weight loss, identify it. Just what is that one thing? Maybe you want to buy or sell a practice. Maybe you want to move to a different city. Maybe you want to get married or you want to improve your relationship or maybe you need to get a divorce, uh, have a baby, pay off a practice loan, whatever the case is, whatever it is in your mind. Um, it doesn't matter how big or small it is. The purpose of this episode is to, uh, you know, for the purposes rather of this episode, I want you to just think of one thing. And again, my examples will mainly be with weight loss. Okay. So now that you've identified whatever it is, that change, that goal that you have, um, let's carry on. So here's my first question. What's your attitude towards what it will take for you to accomplish that goal? And, you know, what determines if you keep going or if you give up or just decide to stick with whatever it is that your current status quo is, right? So the answer is really simple. Sometimes we think that whatever it is that we want is going to be too hard to accomplish because either we don't have the time or we need, you know, more of something in order to accomplish that goal, like motivation or money or time, whatever, or intelligence. <laughs> I, I can virtually guarantee if you're listening to this podcast, you're a highly motivated, intelligent individual. Um, and, and yet we can still often think that, oh, we're not smart enough to, you know, figure out this one thing, or we know what it is that we should be doing. And yet we're not actually taking the actions to get what we want. Okay. So what do we do when we mess up or when in this case, weight loss, right? Let's say you've been wanting to lose weight. What do we do when it feels hard and what determines if we're going to persevere and persist towards our goal or just give up? Okay. Well, the single biggest thing that I could teach anybody is learning from our mistakes is critical towards being committed to achieve our goals, not giving up. I know that sounds really, really basic, but how many of us you know, want to lose weight, we start with some diet, we get all motivated, it's New Year's, we sign up for some diet. I know this was me year and year and year, year after year after year. And then, you know, as soon as we start making mistakes, what happens? A lot of us, we will give up thinking the process is too hard. Okay. 
And so then what happens is that opens Pandora's box to potentially yo-yoing or potentially a cycle that I see all the time, which is the cycle of self-sabotage, right? Like you want something and yet your actions are not consistent with actually getting that goal. Then you actually can feel a little ashamed about yourself and think that you need more willpower to do things differently. And that might work for a few days or for a few weeks, but inevitably nobody's perfect. We're all going to mess up. And if we don't have a plan for what to do when we mess up, we're just going to continue to feel ashamed and think that all our effort is worthless. And for most of us, what do we do to feel better when we feel ashamed? Well, so many of us have been conditioned to use food. Uh, or potentially alcohol. There's a host of other types of coping mechanisms that we might use, but this is essentially the cycle of self-sabotage. It makes it harder for us to get what we really want if our goal is to lose weight. Again, translate this to whatever your goal is if it's not weight loss, okay? So when you're in a cycle of self-sabotage, what you're seeing is it's like you're, it's like you're wearing goggles that only show you evidence how you've fallen off the bandwagon when you make a mistake. And you think that every time that you mess up, uh, you're going back to square one. So it's like this regression back to the start line. Um, you're thinking that you need to be perfect all the time to reach your goals. You're not asking yourself, how can I just make a tiny, and I mean tiny, 1% tweak for the next time I have an opportunity, let's say next meal, for example. Um, and this is how one or two, you know, small mistakes can actually lead us to get off track indefinitely. Okay. It's not the actual mistake in and of itself that causes us to get off track. It's our thinking about those mistakes, thinking and seeing those mistakes and interpreting those mistakes as I am wrong. I don't know what I'm doing. I am bad. And so then it starts with the slippery slope of, or a cascade of negative thoughts, thinking that we're not motivated enough or good enough or capable enough. So we beat ourselves up, beat ourselves in the submission. And then eventually when we have beat ourselves in the submission, however many times that we get sick of it, we then will try to muster up the willpower and think to ourselves, okay, this time is going to be different until, as I already said, we inevitably make a mistake because we're human. And then the entire thing feels like it's happening all over again. I'm getting kind of exhausted even describing this cycle of self-sabotage. And I'm kind of curious, does this resonate with you? Have you been in this position before? Um, and, you know, are you ready to break this cycle so that you can actually persevere, so that you can actually get what you want and hit your goals, right? So how do we do this? The single biggest thing that I could, you know, really offer is that we must learn from our mistakes. I know that sounds really, really simple, but we need to tell ourselves that we can break the cycle by thinking differently so that we can learn. We will not persevere if we don't believe that we can change, 
Okay. And for so many of us, we have seen ourselves make mistakes so many countless times that we start to see that as evidence that we can't actually make a change, but it truly doesn't matter how many times we've made mistakes. We still can succeed. We can still hit our goals. We can still lose weight no matter how many times we've overeaten in our lives. Okay. So we have to start reframing failures and start to then learn from our mistakes. How do we do this? We can only do this if we're not beating ourselves up and we're not judging ourselves. When we feel crummy about ourselves, we're more likely to use food and alcohol and specifically uh, to make ourselves feel better. Of course, there's a whole host of other things as well, shopping, Netflix, social media, but we have been really conditioned, the vast majority of us have been conditioned to use food and potentially alcohol to make ourselves feel better. And if you're trying to lose weight, you know, using those things as comfort are only going to make your work harder. Okay. So when we're building ourselves internally, we don't need external things to make us feel good. We can't learn if we're too busy beating ourselves up. We're afraid we're going to chastise Uh, chastise ourselves or reprimand ourselves. So how do we learn from our mistakes? Well, the first step is to look at the concrete facts and then decide what's the 1% change that we can and are willing to make. That's it. So then we tell ourselves that we're going to make progress no matter what. And all effort counts as progress. Okay. You know, I like to think about, um, let, let me give you this quick analogy. A lot of times when we go to lose weight, we're just fixated on the scale and just looking at that number on the scale. And we think that if we eat healthfully or make nice choices for one day or two days, we should start to see movement on the scale. And, you know, one analogy that it reminds me of is like, you know, when you take off on an airplane, let's say it's overcast the entire way to get to your destination. You could be looking out and seeing clouds the entire time thinking that you're, you know, you might even think to yourself, like, we're not moving. We're not progressing at all. Like, all I see is clouds. I know that sounds really silly, but you are in an airplane. You are moving probably 500 miles an hour in one direction. And it doesn't matter what it looks like out the window. You are actually making progress. And so if your goal is to lose weight, you need to recognize that the scale is only one piece of that equation. And you need to start looking at what's going on internally that may be actually signifying and maybe indicating that you actually are making progress, even if you don't see it on the outside yet. Okay. So what do we do when weight loss or any goal feels really hard? Well, one option is to not do anything because you just think it's all going to be too hard. Now, I say that, and as I say that, you're probably like, oh, who's going to really think that? But I can guarantee a lot of us at some point or another have thought that something is too difficult or too complicated and it's not even really worth trying. So check in with yourself. Is there a part of you that thinks it's not really worth trying, um, you know, to, to make any progress towards your goal because it just is going to be too hard. The second option is to believe it's hard, but find ways to make it easier. Okay. And I'm going to get into each of these in a moment, but the last option is uh, option three is to believe it's hard and to believe that you can do hard things. Okay. So look, 
even as I describe these three options, which of these three options do you think will help you to yield the results that you want? These are basically three different attitudes that you can take towards approaching anything that feels hard in your life. Num I'm going to repeat them. Number one, not do anything because you think it's all too hard. Number two, believe it's hard, but find ways to actively make it easier. Or number three, believe it's hard, but believe even more that you can do hard things. Well, clearly option one isn't going to get you the results that you want. Options two and three are really what we're going to focus on here. Um, but first, um, you know, let me just really clarify, you know, when we think about weight loss as being hard, okay, we can't end the sentence there. Is it possible that you've ended the sentence there for yourself in the past? Okay, it's going to be hard, period. You can't do that and expect to get the results that you want. You're going to just beat yourself up. You're going to just come up on that wall over and over and over again. So what if that wasn't the end of the sentence? What if you thought to yourself, weight loss is hard and I'm up for the challenge or weight loss is hard and I'm going to figure out how to make it easier for myself or weight loss is hard and I've got what it takes to do it anyway you can become a problem solver. And we need to be honest with ourselves. Like what exactly is hard? Because so many of us think that weight loss needs to be super, super hard. But look, in reality, yes, it is hard to commit to exercising regularly, to doing squats and sit-ups and push-ups or whatever exercises that you wanna do. But you know what's also hard? Sitting around on the couch and not moving your body and, you know, and not feeling motivated but and wishing that you had motivation that's also really hard okay um so so let's be honest with ourselves um here's another example of what's hard um committing to not eating everything on your plate at your favorite restaurant because you're creating habits that stem from discipline that's hard but you know what's also hard the stomach ache that comes from having eaten too much that's also really hard so let's be honest with ourselves. Um, here's another example of what's hard. Telling yourself that you're amazing and capable even when you don't always feel like you're capable or when you're recognizing that you've messed up, okay, and picking yourself up and dusting yourself off, that is hard. But you know what's also hard? Is only telling yourself that you can't make a change and that you'll never be able to make a change. And then comparing yourself with all sorts of things people that are thinner than you or more fit or whatever. That's really hard. So if you currently believe that weight loss is hard, what is it about it? Uh, you know, what's about, what is it about your current life that's so much easier that you're willing to stay there instead? And you know what? This isn't a judgment call, but I want you to get real clear with yourself. Is it worth it to you? Do you want to complain and not see results because you're not showing up to take the actions that would get you the results? Or do you want to take actions and get closer to your goal, mess up, stand up, dust yourself off and keep going? In reality, the drama in our minds is the hard part, okay? The drama in our minds is what makes things challenging when we mess up. When we beat ourselves up, that's the hard part. So don't beat yourself up. Don't beat yourself into submission. If you think everything is hard, I'm going to just repeat again. You have two basic options. 
well, three options if you just want to end the sentence there. But you're listening to this episode, so I'm going to go out on a limb and make the assumption that you actually really want to make a change. So in order to persevere, you have two options. It's either to make it easier, to make weight loss easier for yourself, or to just recognize that it's hard, but you're willing to do it anyway, okay? We cannot progress if we believe that weight loss is hard and then just end the sentence there. Progress happens when we believe that we can get to our goal, whether we're finding it hard the entire time or whether we find ways to make it easy. The last thing I'm just gonna interject is like, is life supposed to be easy all the time? No. So embrace the challenges. It's gonna make it all worthwhile. You have already done a bunch of very hard things in your life and I promise you, there isn't any goal that if you set your mind to, you won't be able to accomplish. You could probably list right now either uh, you know, a job or a degree or caring for someone else or birthing a child or learning to walk, whatever it is, I know you have evidence of having done hard things and you know, you have made a goal for yourself. So don't be a fair weather participant. Don't just show up when it feels easy. I know that there are times uh, like there's like a time and a place and, and seasons for certain goals. You may decide that right now your particular goal is not something that is, um, you know, the number one priority for you. There's other things that, that you want or, um, that need to take priority for you. And that's okay. If that's the case, there's zero judgment. Okay. But if in turn you actually really want to make progress towards your goal and you know that you've been in a cycle of self-sabotage in the past, then I want you to really ask yourself, how can you anticipate some of the challenges that could get in your way and set yourself up for success? When you persevere, you're making your goal inevitable, okay? And once you start to think about your goal as being inevitable, it just becomes so much more fun because you've got momentum on your side. And I really wish that for you. My hope and my wish for you is that in this new year, in 2024, you persevere towards your goals because I know when you set your mind on something, you can really accomplish it. And I know that you know that that's true too. So you are capable, you are competent, you can make whatever changes you want in your life, you can overcome whichever hurdles will inevitably come up in that process. If you want help, if you want support, if you want accountability, having me as your coach just may be the next best step for you. And so I'd invite you, if you're interested, to learn more about the coaching that I offer and to see if it's a good fit for you, to schedule a complimentary consultation with me. You can do that by going to my website, which is drnatanya.com forward slash connect. And I'll also link it in the show notes. Uh, the last thing I want to offer to you is to download my busy dentist guide to self-care. This is especially for those of you that feel like you're running around ragged, barely able to prioritize your own needs, let alone make any time for pursuing any personal goals. So if that's you, you can download the busy dentist guide to self-care. This is a compilation of my top five ways that you can start to say yes to yourself without spending tons of time, energy, or money. Doesn't that sound amazing? So why wait? Go get that by going to drnatanya.com forward slash self-care. Okay, my friends, again, happy new year, and I cannot wait to talk to you next week. Bye.